0: Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with Mahalia. Hello! <laughs> so you are born in Leicester? Yes. Were your parents born there as well? Or?
1: Both of them were born in London. So my mum was born in a place called Ballum and my dad was born in a place, um, in a place called Peckham. Mm-hmm. And then I think he lived in a place called Southend, which is like past London. It's kind of like Essex Yeah. for like his whole life. And then they met in Leicester.
0: Oh. And then they had all of us and then they stayed. <laughs> <laughs> and then since they were young, they were already doing music full time or?
1: They were doing,
0: actually, yeah, so I think they were doing
1: music, but they were doing it separately, so, like, my mum was a singer in a band, and my dad was a session musician in a band, and then when they met, um, they then formed their own band together. Oh, wow. I know, it was, it was so much fun. As a kid, it was like, it was like living a little rock star life, it was really fun. But it was
0: more like soul music, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, totally. It was like, it was, like, my dad always called it what I kind of call my genre, like, he's always said it was psychoacoustic soul, it's like a blend of like loads of different genres put together but like yeah like like th- like through and through kind of alternative soul i guess what's their band name what's their oh it was cl- it was called club o <laughs> it, was, it was amazing <laughs> and we all had t-shirts that said club o on them oh. um, when we were kids yeah it was so good <laughs>
0: can you find your parents music online We'll like will you be able to do find it do you know it? what
1: recently i found a, i found a video of my dad with erasure who's the band that he played with and it's the funniest thing in the, like. It's like an old Top of the Pops video. Yeah. And, and I think it's shot out here. Wait. Yeah. I think it's shot out here. No way. And he's got this like little stupid bowl haircut, and he just looks like the funniest like lanky, tall, skinny guy. It's so amazing. <laughs> but my mum. You can see bits of my mum online, but it's all like it's none of it's visual. It's all like an audio thing. Oh yeah. So you can hear her, but she sounds so so nuts because obviously, your voice changes so much with age. Mm-hmm. and like just like naturally like as you get older your voice develops and it grows and it changes and like yeah they both sound super different now didn't you used to play a game with their mom, like guess who's singing or something
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> all the time so like my mum my, my would put records on and it would always be like female singers so it would be like Aretha Franklin or Billie Holiday or Mahalia Jackson or like, like literally a long list and she'd be like who's singing and I could never do it like, even now sometimes I'm like, well, I've got no idea. No, I'm so, like, I, I'm, I'm better now with voices. I think if you grow up listening to voices, you just know instantly. Like, if I played my mum the chart, she'd be mm-hmm. like, and I'd be like, who's singing? She'd be like, I don't know. And I'd be like, well, I do. Like, I, <laughs> I can hear our voices now. And yeah, I'm like, yeah I know exactly who
0: that is. <laughs> so I think it's just like a generational thing, but it was a really fun game. You know, rem- Do you remember who you started listening to, like, except outside of what your parents showed you initially? Adele. Oh.
1: Ade- Adele's first album, 19. I think I was. I had a little, like, purple iPod shuffle. So I must have been, like, maybe 11 or 12 because it was my first iPod. <laughs> so bad. Those little. Do you remember those? Yeah. And you clipped them on and you couldn't choose. How? What a weird. Wow. But, um. <laughs> so, so I had one of the. Well, I had one of those and I like I downloaded her first album and I was like so in love with it and I remember showing it to my parents and being like you, you, "Like, listen to this it's amazing so I was, I was quite young actually when I first kind of delved into my own musical
0: source <laughs> did you kind of already know from the onset that you had a voice like that you're talented or like uh, every I mean like everyone was a musician so you, did you think that like oh everyone from my family is just We're all gonna do it yeah <laughs> um I definitely
1: I definitely knew that I could kind of sing. I, it kind of took me a really long time to even say, oh, I'm a singer. Like when I was young, I used to sing like, like I've got loads of old videotapes of me singing like Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy, like in a little towel outside <laughs> in the garden. And like, you know, I, I like, I love performing and I love dancing, I loved singing. But when I really think about it, like, you know, when I started writing songs, I was just in my mind, I was like, well, I'm a songwriter. And then about a year ago, I was like, I think I can actually sing well. Like, I feel like singing, you know, there's a massive difference between being a singer and being a songwriter. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess I I I never really saw myself as a singer until quite recently. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah. And then the first few songs you wrote were, like, about a boy crush or yeah. something,
1: right? <laughs> yes, they were all about the same boy.
0: Did he ever find out? Yeah, he, found oh, he out. did?
1: It was quite, I mean, do you know, it's <laughs> funny because so many of them are about him, and it's like, <laughs> and uh, so many, like, even recent ones. I feel like. Really? Yeah, I feel like. Well, we, it's like five years later.
0: This is well, no, this is like
1: seven years later i know
0: <laughs> he's like <"Well>, still me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think what it will m- me and him had quite a long history
0: oh.
1: and um like we we dated in school and then we didn't see oh then that's serious. legit i thought it was just yeah, like you yeah, saw yeah. someone
0: in your class oh my was my a no, class no, no
1: no 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 like <laughs> okay that's legit then <laughs> we dated in school and then we dated again <laughs> when we were older so you have mm. that like you have that like natural kind of you know that like connection from what from like when you're young oh my god these roads so big wait wait so we can just cross yeah oh wow (laughs) that's easy i didn't realize yeah
0: they're just gonna wait (laughs) hello (laughs) look at me (laughs) what was his reaction then to like the songs in the beginning
1: um i think in the beginning it's quite strange isn't it because you're quite young and there's this girl like Saying, oh my god, like marry me. <laughs> in songs in an assembly at school. Like I perform them in assembly at school. So I think he was a little bit weirded out by it, which is fair enough. Um, but do you know what? I think actually he was quite flattered. Mm. I'd be flattered if somebody was right. Like, I like I want it. Like I would love that. I'd be like, yeah, write a song
0: about me. <laughs> um, so I guess I think he quite liked it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. How did you meet? Was it the songwriter Amy or Yes, Amy watch? Yeah. Yeah, so how did you even meet her initially? So basically, so I um, I was kind of on
1: this mission to meet Ed Sheeran. Like he was my favorite artist when I was like, maybe 13, yeah, 13. He was like, I I, I had a team on the radio for the first time and I was like, who is this? This is amazing. And this is just after I started playing the guitar. So I was trying to learn it on the guitar and I remember saying to my mom, I was like, I really want to meet Ed Sheeran. Oh God. And, um, and it was one of those things, it was like, you know, my mum had seen that Ed had written with Amy Watch, and my mum had been to like six of Amy Watch's shows when she was oh. a bit younger. So she was like, "Oh my god, wait, no, I know this woman. Let's go and let's go and see her." So my mum was like, "Why don't you write some like Why don't you write some songs with Amy?" And we sent Amy four of my tracks, and Amy was like, "Oh my god, yeah, come down." And I went to see her, and we just really got on. Like, I mean, Amy's still in my life now. Like, I still see Amy, I still write songs with her. And basically, that's kind of how it started, just from this connection that she had with Ed. And I was like, well, I really want to meet this woman. Um, Because I just, I loved the songs that she'd written with him. Mm. So I was really interested in what it'd be like to write with somebody. And so I went to write with her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you sent her songs. So you already were like in the studio, like doing sessions when you were 12? I was in my bedroom. But like, but like my dad had like a
1: little studio set up at home. Yeah. But it was literally like a laptop, a little sound card and like some cables and like a microphone. Like it, like it wasn't, it wasn't a lot, but it was enough to make some music and put it on sound. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: you got your... Record label, because he tweeted, right? Ed. Ed. tweeted. Yeah.
1: So Amy took me to see a show of his in Wolverhampton. And he, like, oh, it was so funny. Like, I remember, like, me and her stood up and sang every single word to every single song. And at the end of the show, she was like, come on, let's go upstairs. And I was like, okay, me just following her, not, ha- not having any idea, like, a naive little 13-year-old girl walking up with her. And I just walk into this room, and he's just sat in the corner. And I was like... Oh my god. And I didn't, oh my, I was so silent. I didn't say anything. I had a little voice like this, and I was just like, hello, nice to meet you. Cool. And it was just so, oh, it was just amazing. And like, I left the show and I was so excited. And he, um, literally, like 20 minutes after I left, he tweeted, everyone check out this 13 year old girl. So he already heard all your music? Or? So what was weird was that as I walked into the room, he said, hold on, this is weird. I've just heard about you. And I was like, oh. what? And then he showed me on his iPad that he'd been emailed my SoundCloud link with my songs. From Amy? I don't, I, I, I don't even think it was.
0: Oh, wow. That's it was cool. honest, it
1: was so like, it really like, I think that was the first time that I really felt like the universe was like throwing things into place. It was so crazy. Yeah. It just all happened in a really nice time. But when made you want to sign so young? I think if you dangle anything shiny in front of a child's face they're going to be like yeah I'll take it. Did
0: your parents not say like no or like be more cautious? My parents definitely,
1: I think they actually got a lot of stick for it. Which I think is quite, like it's hard, like I guess, I mean imagine if my parents would have looked at their kid who wanted to be a singer so bad and said no you can't do it and then I never got, like like mm. what if I never got over it or like, or like what if I always hated them for it? Or, and I guess it was that I guess they wanted to avoid resentment and um and you know bless them because I think a lot of people really disagreed with their their decision and and I get that and it's hard but I've got such amazing parents that I was never you know I was never going to be exploited I was never gonna I was never going to be kind of mistreated or kind of it was that kind of thing like my parents were super protective of me and that really helped me kind of have a safe development as an artist
0: Mm -hmm. yeah but were you so after you signed with them were you putting music out
1: kind of so i so I put I put so those songs I I put them out properly as an EP uh, with a cover and then I was I was writing at the same time I started doing sessions and then I what did I do I put out another EP when I was like 17 so I was like doing school and writing music and doing school and writing like it was it was quite hard at first. It was quite hard to balance the two lives. Mm. Um, but then I put out another EP, and then I put out some singles, and then I finished my studies. Then I put out a mixtape, and so it was it was this like slow, but really like organic growth.
0: Yeah. yeah. Actually, why
1: did you want why did you want to study like acting and dancing? So I had always acted, danced, and sang, and what it was for me was that. I just thought, I don't want to give that up. Like, although I love music, I don't want to give my other um, hobbies, I guess, up. And, and also, I was worried that if I studied music, then I'd lose my love for it. Mm. So I was like, so for the first year, I studied dance, no, acting, and then for the second,
0: the last two years, I studied dance. And that was at, for college, right? Yeah. Why did you decide, did your parents like want you to like have to go to college? So you know,
1: college for us is is what we call sixth form. So it's like from 16 to 18 years old. Yeah. So that's like—is that like the end of your high school? Yeah. So yeah. So it wasn't like. Wasn't like university. Oh, okay. No, so I never went to university. I, I just I stayed on until I was 18. So basically, from 14 to 16, I studied acting, and then from age 16 to 18, I studied dance. Oh. Yeah. Then I left school at 18, and then. All well, my friends went to university, and I went to the went to do this. <laughs>
0: yeah. Were you ever afraid of like pigeonholing yourself into like a creative career? Like, do you know know that somehow or another you would make up doing make it doing something creative? I, w- I was
1: definitely 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 scared of doing that. I think what's like what's really sh- like what's really hard is that when you start something so young, you don't really know ever when it's going to finish. Do you know mm. what I mean? So it's like it was that kind of thing. It was like I was kind of worried that I was I was um stunting myself. But then when I thought about it, it was like as I got older I was like, well I don't want to do anything else. Like I love what I do and I love I love the places that it takes me and I, I love the people that I get to meet and so I was really happy when I got older, definitely.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then but you like school like all along, right? I loved it. I, I lo- So I rare, so honestly a good... for a musician, so many hated school. Really? So like you're like one percent of people I've interviewed who really liked it. it.
1: <laughs> I have like I definitely know that like I have this thing that like you know, I really love being creative and I love this life and I love being able to come to places like LA and, and kinda of just be an artist. But I also really love my friends from school and I like, I love all the normal stuff, and I love like i don't know like I kind of I surround myself with really, really, really just like close normal people, like like all my best mates are from school, mm. and like my family are really close to me, and yeah, so it's funny I've never really kind of put myself in the industry bubble,
0: um, yeah, and then, so after you finished school like what where was your career at by that point um it was still kind of kind
1: of starting out, which is sick because I guess, because I signed so young, there's always that worry that I might lose that, like, longevity but by the time that I left school I was still being referred to as an emerging artist, which is mm. really This was already Atlantic. Yeah. So was, oh, so to Atlantic? Yes. so Asylum is? Asylum is a branch oh, of the Atlantic. Yeah. okay. So I've been signed to them for seven years now.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nuts. It's super crazy, but it's super, like, I do genuinely... I feel really, 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 really grateful. So yeah, no, I'm really grateful that like that like I could stay there and kinda of grow and develop but also make music mm-hmm. that, that I wanted to make and take my time with things
0: basically. Were you working other jobs like to support yourself no. while you were doing? Wait, so right after you graduated you're already like making money from music? Come
1: kinda... in the beginning. In the beginning, I made a bit of money, just because that's kind of what, like, as you, like, most artists that sign will get a, a, like oh, a bit bonus. of money, like an advance, yeah. yeah. Um, when I was 18, no, like, I, I, I moved to London, and, and I thought I could afford it, and I couldn't. That's why I was, that, I was so sad in London my first time. I was like, God, I hate this, like, I can't afford it, I've not got any money, I've not got any friends, like, what, like, what am I doing? And so I moved back to Leicester when I was 18, and I, um lived in Leicester for two more years and then... Oh, with your parents? With No, no oh. on my own. I lived oh. with some friends. I bunked with... I was literally like... I mean, I was like... I wasn't really sofa surfing, but I was definitely like staying in people's beds and like staying on people's sofas for like a year. Mm. So that's cool. But it's... But as You know, as a, as a person with a quite a big job and quite a big... Um, you know, there's a lot to do as an artist and you need to be ready to do it at all times. And I guess as a girl, like, as a girl, just staying up in the sofas is quite long. Like, I feel like, I don't know, just for many different reasons, yeah. really. But, um, yeah, it's just, it can be a lot. And so I was really, like I was super lost when I was, like, 18. And so I moved back. I'm, I went back to Leicester, stayed with friends in Leicester because I still had no money. <laughs> um, and then eventually I moved into a place on my own got back on my feet, and then I moved back to London this year. And oh, no! Nice. Yeah, so I'm super, like, I'm in a much better place this year. But, yeah, it's nuts. Like, I've never... I handed out CVs when I was 17 just to feel empowered. <laughs> but I've never had a job. I had a paper round when I was, like, 10. Like, I was... But other than that, and even that, I wasn't very good at it. I was like, I, I can't do this. I'm not good at it.
0: Yeah. And you were, were you doing a lot of open mics? Um...
1: I was. So I was doing... I started doing open mics when I was like 11. Oh, so this is way way way, way back. back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I started doing open mics, and then I kind of, after I got signed, I kind of stopped them because it was like by that point, you know, you start getting asked to do gigs, and then the, and then you're kind of trying to get your name out there. And, but no, I I I mean I was doing open mics for like two years, and then that, that's how I met quite a few people. Oh. But yeah, so. Um, it was good. Open, yeah. mic- open mics are so good and like if anybody ever asks me if they should do them I'm just always like yeah because like not not so much for the exposure but, but just for the practice.
0: Mm.
1: So it's that kind of thing. Yeah and yeah. do you
0: meet rudimental through your through label? Yeah yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah so well because we're label mates yeah um it made sense like it was so they they'd asked me to come in and write some songs. So I, I went in and we had a session and we wrote the song We The Generation. Um, and it was funny because when, when I was writing it, I didn't know I was going to sing it. I just thought that we were just writing a song and someone else was going to sing it. And, and then they made it the, the title track. And it was just all a bit of a...
0: That was like the, the, the first kind of moment of crazy mm. for me, definitely. And was it ever like... Were you ever afraid in studios for like sharing so much of, like, being so vulnerable, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. the lyrics. Yeah, I definitely was. At such a young age, yeah. Like, I was super, I was super, super worried about, like,
1: always showing everybody, mm. you know, like, every part of me. And it's, it's a really personal thing to do, writing songs with, with so many people. Um, but it's good. Yeah. And it means that now, it means that now I'm, like, I'm quite good at it. Like, yeah. I'm quite good at walking into rooms and meeting people. and
0: Yeah. <laughs> And what were your inspirations for your music videos? I feel like they're all like super special. And everyone, like the
1: feedback is like
0: crazy. All the comments are so nice. I
1: mean, even the latest one, I wish I missed my ex, that was That one is so
0: cool. People are like wondering how you sang while walking, like everything was backwards. Like it was one of the top comments.
1: Honestly, sometimes I wonder how I did it. Like on the day, I think I must have cried that over three times, like, and they were like proper, proper, proper breakdowns. Like it was crazy, but it was good. Um, and it was like, so with that one, so the inspiration from that came from the Far Side video, Drop. hmm Um, and it was like, it, oh, it was just so weird. Like, I had to, I had to, like, step and, like, walk backwards, like, up steps and stuff, and then dance backwards, and then sing the lyrics backwards, so that when it flips round, you're walking normally, but not yeah. really normally, because it, it, like, it just, I look so funny. And <laughs> I'm, like, mouthing the words. But it was, it, like, it was so funny, because, like, I, I got a comment from somebody like, oh, it could have been better and I was like, dude, like, It's go so do hard it. go to choreograph but, um, everything. No, I actually, I really love all my videos and I find it like, if I don't, like, I've done one where, where I really like, when we got it back, I was like, I don't like this, this can't go out and you know, like, I feel like you kind of win some, you lose some and sometimes you make a loss and sometimes you make a win. So
0: yeah. Yeah. And how did the song with The Little Sims come about?
1: So, so I've always been a massive fan of Sims, like huge fan of Sims. And um, basically, when I wrote that song, I knew that I wanted a female voice on it, but I just didn't know whose. And Sims has this like perfect balance between being political and just being so real. Like, mm-hmm. and I just, for me, I was just like, I really wanna, I always wanted to work with her. And then when I wrote Proud of Me, you know, even though it was a personal song, I just thought, why not? Like, why don't I just ask? And so, I was too scared to ask because I am a bit of a scaredy cat, but I asked my manager to get in contact with her manager and just hit her up and just say, i want to do it. And she came. She came to the studio and we sat together. I watched her write and then it was sick. It was so good. It was good. (laughs) No, I'm really, like, I'm still, that's one of my proudest moments, I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then do you have an album coming up? I've got an EP coming out on Friday. (gasps)
1: So I announced, it's so funny, because I announced, like, I posted the the cover art, like, yes, no, 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 yesterday, two days ago, with the date. And everyone's like, oh my God, it's the album. And I'm like, oh, f- no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, so it's a five track EP. I'm really excited. And, and I'm actually like, I'm out here now finishing my album. So, oh. yeah, I'm just trying to like, get people kind of into the sound and what's gonna, ha- like, what's gonna come next and mm-hmm. what's going on. And, but yeah, no, I'm super excited about this EP. <laughs> what's the inspiration behind it? It's called Seasons, mm-hmm. so it basically, you know, I've always like referred to moments in my life as seasons of my life. And so I guess with this, this is like five seasons of a relationship and like different oh, stages. That. Yeah, like That's it's so cool. It's like different stages that you go through in relationships and I guess each, each song is different and it, it kind of has a different take on what's happening now. Or, but I really love it and it's kind, it, it's kind of in chronological order. So it starts in the beginning when it, when it's like your first night together and then it ends mm-hmm. when you part and you don't and you're not and, and you can't be together anymore. Oh my so, god. I'm yeah, so no, really, yeah, no I really Yeah, no, I really Like I'm genuinely, genuinely proud of it. <laughs> How do you say your music has changed since the early songs you made? How has it changed? Mm. It's really changed. You know, I think when I first started writing, I was it was just me and my guitar and like for such a lot like I think what happens is as an artist, when you're listening to music and then you're writing music, you're kind of naturally being inspired by what you're listening to at that time. so at that time I was so into I was so into Air and I was really into Kate Nash, Adele, that first album when it was just her and the guitar, and it's like because I was so into all that stuff, that's all I wanted to be. And then what happens is, is that you get older and then everything kind of develops and you mature, and you start listening to different music and then I like i got into so many artists like i was so into lauren hill and erica badu and angie stone and jill scott and i was just so into these kind of strong soulful female voices and i was just like that's what i want to do like i want to i i wanted to feel how like i wanted to feel how i did when i was listening to their music when i listened to my music basically so i wanted like when i listen to their music you know i feel good i feel happy i want to dance around the kitchen i want to clean up. I want to, like, I, like, I want to be productive. And I wanted to feel like that when I was listening to my songs. Mm. So that's kind of how it came about. And I love instrumentation and, and I love live instruments. And I just always think it's important to kind of keep that involved. Yeah. Basically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how would you see everyone as a person compared to when you were younger? I'm so much smarter. Oh, especially with boys. When <laughs> I was younger,
1: I was so, like... Well, you're just so naive. Like, you're so you don't care, like, you don't care how anything's going to feel or how it's going to hurt or, whereas I feel like now I'm older like I, I, I definitely protect myself in more situations, mm-hmm. um, whether that be personal or professional, it's like I think you can recognise when something's happened that has hurt you and then you recognise that feeling when it's coming again and you're like, nope, I don't want that and so I guess, I guess I'm just, I'm more awake to the feeling of being hurt or like Yeah. I guess energy as well. Like energy for me is a massive thing. Like, you know, like people say like, don't give too much of your energy away. Like I am such, I feel like I'm such a giver. And my mum is as well. And I feel like I totally take after her. And my dad has this amazing quality to like, not give away too much. He's always Mm. like, he'll give a little bit, but he'll keep most of it for himself. Whereas I'll give most of me away and I'll keep a little bit for myself. And then I'll get run down or I'll get Mm. tired. And it's like, you know, I don't like, I've not been unwell. In like nearly a year, which is like nuts for oh, me, wow. and that's because I'm focusing so much on keeping my own energy to myself, um, but also confidence. My confidence is like sky high. Since like when I was younger, I mean, I feel like it's normal, isn't it? Like we all go through that moment of like, oh, you know, I hate my hair, or oh, I don't like this about me, or I, and and like now I'm just like I don't care. Like I've got big boobs, I've got curves, I've got beautiful hair that's not this my hair's an afro this is a nice blonde wig (laughs) i have a mole that everyone used to laugh at and now i love it and it's like you know there is nothing about me and my genetics that i can change so why would i try yeah i love that so i think that's really important that like people kind of get that
0: and Mm -hmm. try and focus on that what do you say have been your biggest challenges so far in your life um (laughs) <laughs> my GCSEs,
1: so my exams.
0: <laughs> I did GCSEs oh. also. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, wait, so do you in, do... In, the, in Hong Kong, which used to be ah, Amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so hard. Like, I was so stressed. My mum literally still sometimes laughs. She's like, you were horrible that year. And I was like, of course I was... Ho- oh, oh, my God, I just tripped. <laughs> of course I was horrible because it's just, it's so stressful. And, like, all yeah. the teachers put so much stress on you to get everything perfect. And... So that was stressful, Um, but you know what? I actually found music quite stressful. Like Mm. when I was like 16, 17, I was super, super, super stressed by music and like, you know, because you love something for so long and then people come in and they're like, right now change this and do that and change that. And you're like, no, I want to just do whatever I want to (laughs) do. If people don't like it, it, then that's fine. But yeah, it's quite hard to find that balance.
0: Yeah. What does love mean to you? Um,
1: Love to me. Hi. Love to me
0: means... Oh my god, he just said
1: hi, Mahalia. Wait, what? said hi, Mahalia. Really? Yeah. I'm gassed. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) So I was like, hi. Um, Love to me means... I think it means, you know, like that unconditional feeling when no matter who the person is, whether it's a, you know, whether it's a um, a relationship or a friendship or a family or whoever, it's like, you just love that person unconditionally. And, you know, I'm massive. I was reading about this thing called love language and like, what's your love language? And my, my main one is touch. And I think I think it's really important. This sounds so cheap, but I think it's really important to always like, you know, like, have that contact. I think Mm. human contact is so important. And I'm a massive, like, I'm really touchy-feely. Like, I love, like, I love holding my mum's hand. And I love, like, like, I love if my dad, like, sees me and he just has a hand on my back. Like, I just
0: love that feeling of, like, feeling close to people. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for?
1: I want to be remembered for my honesty. Mm. You know, I really, I would, I would honestly hate if people believed that I was disingenuous with my music and with my being. Like, I think that would upset me more than anything. Um, like, I don't mind if you don't like my music, but I would mind if people believed that I wasn't being true to myself. And you know, I think in my music and at my live shows and when I meet people that comes to shows, it's like, for me, the most important thing is just showing them all of me and just making them aware that like, you know, I'm, I'm literally, a kid from a tiny town, just playing music and trying to make some new friends.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I basically. love this. It's so cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>